Bobby Talk Radio, the official podcast of the Mandalorian Mercs. We're a costume organization dedicated to charity efforts around the globe. Attending events in Mandalorian armor, we've built by hand. Here on the show, we'll keep you up to date with the latest fan community news. Visit our website at www.mandalorianmercs.com. Hello and welcome to this month's edition of Keldabi Talk Radio. I am your host, Crow, and with me on this episode is Thaxos. Hello there. And Ark. Yeah. Got a bunch of stuff to talk about this month on KTR. Um, we'll be talking about some D23 stuff in just a moment. But first, we have a little bit of Mercs news. Thaxos. Yep. All right. So we have currently underway... Uh, at the time of this recording, and probably not quite finished by the time you actually hear this. The question and answer phase of the Galactic Senate representative elections is currently taking place. So, uh, just as a quick reminder, the Galactic Senate is a multi-club initiative to work together for various different events, like Celebration Anaheim, um, and other events that take place where multiple clubs are showing up, or just to get you know, have good relations between the groups uh, for various different topics and issues. So, uh, the Galactic Senate representative is someone selected from the Mercs, any of our official members, uh, and is voted upon by any and all of our official members. So that's kind of a unique thing. We haven't, we don't really have any other positions that are quite like that. Um, so the announcements board currently contains the notice for the Q&A portion, and it will also contain, uh, once it begins, the Voting period announcement. Uh, the Q and A is seven days, seven calendar days. Uh, so it's going to be wrapping up real soon after this podcast airs. But then there will be a seven day calendar period for voting on the candidates. So um, for those that are interested and and want to cast their vote in this important, uh, want to say election, yeah, election. Um, yeah, take a take a look on over at the official member boards. Um, or just check out the announcement board, find the thread regarding this, and there will be a direct link to where you can find all, all that going on. There we go. Yeah. Very cool. And was that it for... Yeah, let's talk about fun stuff like D23. All right. So yeah, D23 happens. Um, everything that... Disney did not talk about at SDCC. They talked about at D23 because it's their own convention for this exact sort of thing. Um, the big thing we'll talk about first is going to be uh, the new Episode Nine trailer, sizzle reel, teaser, whatever stage this is. <laughs> none of us know. <laughs> like... Like I've never, I've, I've never been one to be like, oh, did you see the new trailer for this? Do you see the new teaser for that? So I really don't understand I, the difference. Yeah, I'm totally lost on it. I am sure there is a film buff somewhere that knows. Well, like, I'm sure someone knows. Yeah, and it's got their industry terms. It's well, got these days. It's like you've got your but teaser. I, I want to say teasers first, and then after yeah. that you have like extended teaser, mm-hmm. and then you have a trailer. Then you have, like, trailer number two, maybe trailer number three. Then you have, like, extended trailer. Uh, and then and that either is the Super Bowl ad or it's unrelated. And then <laughs> maybe there's, like, montage trailer final right before the movie comes out. But, yeah, there's there's too many. Yeah, that's, that's, just, a bunch of, that's just a bunch of pieces yeah. of all the prior trailers edited together. I think it's too many. <laughs> yeah, like... Uh, it it is too many, but you well, gotta gotta keep age. that hype. We had one trailer hype. to look forward to. Well, that's we liked yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, honestly, yeah, <laughs> that's how it worked. Um, and that's you know, and that's one of the things. Like you look at the difference between the hype that they do for these core movies and the hype that they do for the side films, like Rogue One and Solo. A lot less trailers for those. Yeah, but I digress. Um, first thing I want to talk about. Because, like, this trailer is, like, 90% um, clips from the prior movies, just to give you that wrap-up-to-the-saga feel. And then we get into a couple new shots. Um, In most of the shots, like, I'm still confused by the lightsabers that Ray has. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. 
and I'm not I'm not confused with the red flippy lightsaber. We'll talk about that in a sec. But like the blue lightsaber, mm-hmm. Anakin and Luke's lightsaber that blew up at the end of episode. Oh, you mean Shmi's lightsaber? No. <laughs> like No. <laughs> I mean, maybe what? No, no, it yeah. wasn't Shmi's. No. Anakin did make that one. That was his yeah. that was all his. Um, I've I've gotta ask a stupid question here. Is that not the same lightsaber that like yep. just disappeared in Vespin? Yes, it is the exact same lightsaber. Yes. So I mean it's had a time. It has. Like, like it it was I mean, like mm-hmm. Anakin had it for several years and then he lost it yep. on Mustafar, Obi Wan grabbed it. And then Obi Wan just hung on to it for a few years, gave it to Luke and then dropped and it down a shaft. pointed it right at his face. And then dropped. Yep. And then, yeah, he had it and then dropped yep. it down a shaft on Bespin when he had his hand cut off. Yeah. Floated around Miles the galaxy for a few years. Somehow. somehow. Yeah. Yeah. Somehow she got it. Yeah. She's a, she's a talented woman. Like she has her ways. Um, and she knew his best yep. part about it. She knew exactly what the frigate was. <laughs> like <laughs> there's no way she didn't. Um, so she had it for a few more years, and then finally Ray gets it, and then Ray and Finn fight with it for a little bit. You know, we get that red herring of mm-hmm. who's the Jedi in Episode Seven, um, and then at the end of Episode Eight, in that yeah. uh, the after Snoke gets axed, like they fight, and then they force tug of war the thing apart, and it blows yep. up the same time the cruiser gets. What hit. a coincidence! <laughs> so, yeah, right. What a fantastic, honestly great cinematic moment. <laughs> so I think blowing up is just a minor inconvenience for this thing. Yeah. I think it can't be killed. <laughs> I think it's it's possessed. It's it's a living thing. I mean I I mean it's, it's, it just wants to die, but it can't. <laughs> and that's the real tragedy I, I think of Star Wars. Wants the sweet lightsaber. Yes. They can um, rebuild it, they have the technology. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And I think okay. I'm w- I'm willing to b- I'm willing to bet because we've seen in some of the other trailers that we see Kylo's yep. mask getting welded back together because now he's he wears the big boy pants and he makes all the rules so he can wear his mask again. Yep. Um, so he's gonna wear his Vader fanboy mask. Yeah, exactly. Yep. This time with Bluetooth <laughs> it's like Snoke can't tell me technology. no anymore. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah yep. exactly. He's got fans in there now. Yeah, I'm sweaty. <laughs> he's ready to go on trip. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm willing to bet we're going to have a similar montage of Ray rebuilding the lightsaber. I'm willing to bet because um, she's got mm-hmm. the uh, the How to Be a Jedi series on uh, on audiobook on audiobook now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, did someone transcribe it? I thought you just had the actual sacred texts. See, we only see one book. One book actually gets opened, and Luke leaves through it, and it's like it's a literal book, which in like you know the galaxy far far away is already a rarity that is true you know? yeah. um but i'm sure at least one of them is just a shell and it's just got like a data tape or something in there, you know? <laughs> like <laughs> she just plugs that into the falcon and it's like chapter one how to rebuild your lightsaber when you already broke it l3 reads it to her oh my god yes <laughs> yeah that would be chapter one how to train your crate dragon Oh. <laughs> no, no, that's no, that's, that's, the, that's the crossover we need, <laughs> not the one we deserve. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I bet she rebuilds it, but I'm just, I'm like, honestly, like the thing exploded. Yeah. Like, I know they're retconning a few things from episode eight, but like this, this, this lightsaber's got legs. I mean, like, it's, you can't stop it. You've seen, you've seen <laughs> Star Wars. A few things explode, and they seem just fine. Yeah, yeah, that's true. We do see a very like big chunk of at least one Death Star in the prior trailer. So yep. and that thing blew up <laughs> yeah. a lot. They're <laughs> <laughs> so, gonna rebuild that too while they're at it. Yeah. I mean they might as well. Probably more than a million credits though for that thing. Yeah. Just that's two like, million credits. Yeah, two million. <laughs> do I hear two and a half million? <laughs> <laughs> I sold to the hooded man back. <laughs> <laughs> Hmm. <laughs> and, and so the second lightsaber is the flippy do lightsaber yep. um, the bifold wallet lightsaber which the bifold wallet lightsaber which we have seen those before um in the clone wars uh Je- the jedi general pon krell the one who wants to kill all the clones yep. um 
he has he has two of those because he's got four arms, so why not? Um, and when you think about it, it is a really handy way to get a double bladed staff lightsaber, you know, in a in like a convenient belt carry form instead of this like two foot long thing that's whacking around everywhere. Makes some sense. It's very very light ergonomic. Yeah. Um, and then they also had uh, some of the Jedi Temple guards. They also had the uh, the flippy do lightsabers as well. Yeah, I had honestly forgotten there were flippy do lightsabers. Well, it's like there are a lot of weird lightsabers that have kind of gone by the wayside because yeah. they never appeared in any of the films or anything. So it's just like, oh yeah, that was a thing. Like before, like Kylo's big like broadsword lightsaber with the two vent cross guard things. Like there were there were lightsabers that it were like sort of like tonfas or lightsabers yeah. that had like the two little like side kind of little side. I'm kind of surprised but, I forgot you know, like like. Because the unique ones kind of stand out to me, right? The the like the helicopter yeah. one and the the it's also a gun <laughs> one. Sorry, well, well those were like the, <laughs> those also, were. It's also a gun. Yeah. It is. Yeah, Ezra's yeah. is also a gun. I know. Right? Like they they made like see those are like prominently featured in more than one yeah. episode. Like a lot of these came from like one panel of one comic that if you didn't read, you never mm-hmm. knew it existed. And you only found out about it when you looked at Wikipedia later. <laughs> when you were like, what's up with this weird lightsaber? Mm. <laughs> so, so we get to see that before. But, like, along with that, we every the, the other reason everybody's freaking out about that particular shot is Dark Ray. Yeah. And so we all got to wonder, like, is it just a phase? Is she is she like doing like I'm Luke Skywalker? He wore black, and he was a good guy. Like, like there's no, I don't think there's like a, a some a written rule that says if you have a red lightsaber, you got to be a bad dude. No, yeah, no, That's true. not at all. Like uh, in the old in the old EU, um, Leia when she finally right. built a lightsaber and yep. learned how to be a Jedi, she had a red lightsaber just because it was what. It was what was around. Um, Mara Jade in the uh, the old EU, like her first lightsaber, because she was mm-hmm. bad, then good. Her lightsaber was red. She didn't give it up just because yeah. she changed That's sides. True. You know, they're kind of, of expensive. Work, a lot of work. I wouldn't. <laughs> yeah. And then in pretty much every, um, like Kotor and Jedi Knight and all of pretty much every single game where you've been allowed to create your own Jedi and make a lightsaber, yeah. red's been an option. So Look, she went to get her Kyber crystal, right? And yeah. all the good guy colors, they were out. They were just out. So she had to go to Hot Topic. Jedi. <laughs> there was only red left. <laughs> Got some sweet robes to go with it. Yeah. And she was like, this is me now. Yeah, she just owned the look. That's yeah. all right. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. No. I support Goth Ray. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, uh, Sean, you had some theories yeah. on what was going on there. Um... <laughs> Let me quiz you on them. <laughs> there, Yeah, there's a few. So one thing that we've seen prominently are the and quite a lot of visions. So, could be visions. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Especially in this in this yeah. trilogy, like more visions. So, it could just be a vision from who knows. Everyone's who. seeing things. Uh, yeah. Another thing is definitely clones. <laughs> clones. Who doesn't love a good clone story, right? Everybody's cloned. Everyone's a, everyone's a clone. Well, they're using a lot of stuff from like. This particular trilogy, they're doing one of the things that I do like about this sequel trilogy, yeah. and whether you hate it or not, I like it. They they keep taking pages out of the old books, like namely the heir to the Jedi saga, like the yeah. the Timothy Zahn trilogy that helped kick off the EU. Like they've been taking a lot of little keys from that. Like they're not taking the big things like Thrawn mm-hmm. and Mara Jade and Yasalamari and crap like that. But like they're taking little things like, yeah, Leia sort of knows how to use the force. And yeah, Luke yeah. made a is trying to make a little Jedi school and oh look, clones are back. 
like there's a lot of theories about whether or not like Snoke was a failed Palpatine clone. Um, we got some theories that, uh, that Papa Palpatine that we keep hearing in these trailers and it's two for two now that we hear Palpatine, the old emperor in these, like we think that maybe that was a successful clone of Palpatine <laughs> yeah. that I don't know, just got decanted or whatever. I don't know. Un- unjarred, unboxed. <laughs> um, so, like, I don't know. Like, I, I do, and I. It's like I've said right. with everything about this movie. I do, and I don't want it to be a Ray clone. Like, on the one hand, I would love mm-hmm. to see yeah. finally clone Jedi duking it out. <laughs> but on the other hand, maybe not that avenue. You know, <laughs> like there are other ways. Yeah. So yeah, um, yeah, it's definitely gonna be a weird <laughs> one. Um, you know, when I when I was a kid and Attack of the Clones came out, I was all excited to go see this movie. I thought there's gonna be evil clones of Jedi. It's gonna be great. They're gonna be everywhere. Everyone's gonna get a clone. You get a clone. You get a clone. I was so confused when I got to the theater, and that wasn't the case. <laughs> right. See, and that was also from that that trilogy. Like Luke had a clone. Like. One of the Jedi Masters from the Outbound Flight Project had a fl- had a clone. Coincidentally, those clones were dark and crazy. Thank you, <laughs> They had great names. Oh yes, yeah, like Luke Skywalker and Joros <laughs> Kaboth. Like, see, he had an apostrophe in his name, but it wasn't in the right spot. Yeah. Wasn't between the U's. Right. <laughs> like every Jedi who yeah, got to stick it between. Yeah, the every Jedi who got cloned got an extra vowel in their name. Like, all right. <laughs> it really had the implications of that. I mean, yeah, you're shouting for the aid of a Jedi, and you're just like, Luke. Who are you going to get? Who are you going to get? You don't know. Yeah. <laughs> That's some dangerous stuff. Is it good Luke? Is it bad Luke? They don't have goatees. We don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now I'm confused. Luke has a goatee now. Oh, crap. Oh, what if he was the clone? Oh. Well. Oh, no. <laughs> We just uncovered a nugget. Head explosion. If if that's the uh, actual, oh my god, <laughs> oh my god, like, yeah, if, that would be the ultimate if troll. Some, if right. somewhere Luke died, and we've actually been chasing after evil old clone Luke all this time, right. <laughs> and evil old clone Luke killed himself and redeemed himself. <laughs> <laughs> somewhere, somewhere, Luke Prime is out there getting a pep talk from someone who's like, look. If evil old Luke can do this, can come, you can do it too. It's Lando. It's Lando. That's how we get Lando. Uh, yeah. back. Lando finds Luke and was like, "Hey, man, yeah. we gotta have a sit down." Lando <laughs> camp, yeah. Because if anybody could pull that speech off, it would be Lando Calrissian. Absolutely. <laughs> it would be a lot shorter than we're making it out, though. It would just, it would be just like, look, get in there. Your bad, your evil clone managed to do it. Why can't right. you? <laughs> now let's get in this ship and let's go save the day <laughs> uh, see I'm super excited for Lando to come back I yes. know I've said that every single time we've talked about this movie I know I'm irrational as heck but like <laughs> no you're I, not Lando's good like I want to know what that moment is like I want to know that moment that Lando literally sweeps in with his cape all aflutter and like and like is like all right, it's okay. Lando's here. <laughs> like that'll be great. They did that. They did that really well in Solo. So I can't imagine. Like they've got. They actually have to step up the Lando game yeah. a little bit. <laughs> oh, and like they, uh, one other thing that I wanted to talk about about the uh, the Rise of Skywalker trailer, they show two separate fleets. Um, they do show like sort of a ragtag rebel fleet mm-hmm. with a bunch of a bunch of ships, like including the um, uh, Corellian blockade runner, like the Tantive Four. Um, I'm really, really willing to bet it's not the Tantive Four, but if it is, I won't be mad. <laughs> <laughs> that ship, like that freaking lightsaber, has made it through a lot. <laughs> they never specifically say what they do with it. 
after yeah. Vader captures it in the original movie. Like, as far as we know, it just gets impounded. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So, even in the old EU, I don't think they ever said what happened to it. Well, I mean, the Millennium Falcon was like, impounded. I don't, I don't... Everybody gets, yeah. everybody's vehicle so gets impounded at some point. Just somebody just... Yeah. All the good ships. All yeah. the good ships get impounded. Like, that, they get the space <laughs> Um... <laughs> And so they had a, I've only seen the, the teaser once or twice, so I haven't really had a big chance to like review it frame by frame and nerd yeah. out over it yet. But like, um, so there's a bunch of cool ships in the rebel fleet that show up, um, uh, for whatever the big climactic mm-hmm. battle is. Um, and then they also show like a big old fleet of star destroyers and they look like, they don't look like the new Star Destroyers that we've seen from the First Order. They look like the old classic, just pizza slice um, Imperial Star right. Destroyers. So I'm, I'm willing to bet they took another page out of Timothy Zahn's book and found a bunch of mothballed ships floating around. And you're like, all right, you know what would make the First Order really dangerous? If we actually <laughs> had a lot of ships. <laughs> yeah, that would, that would definitely do. Oh, look, we do. And then... And then to talk about clones, like if we're going to keep snowballing this clone thing in episode seven, Kylo Ren pitches, Hey, yep. maybe we should have a clone army. Eh? Like, how do you suddenly fill a bunch of, uh, empty star destroyers right. clone crew? Like Tim <laughs> Zahn said, 20 years ago. And then Ray has to go recruit a new <laughs> army. Like, and we've just flipped the tables entirely. <laughs> yes. Yep, and then the droids are the good guys, which has secretly <laughs> been the story the whole time. Right? Like, it's not always R2 and 3PO, to be fair, but droids are the good guys and the, the yep. true heroes in every Star Wars movie. <laughs> I know that that's sort of, it's it's funny, it started out as sort of like a nod to Kurosawa that the droids are like, the farmers who are always there, but always get just like trod over by the bandits and the samurai. And that's just their lot in life. Three PO even makes that, that joke. Um, but then it's just slowly snowballed to be like, no, the droids are always the heroes. The droids are the ones who make the heroic sacrifices. The droids are the ones who come in at the end with the, with the Intel, the droids are the catalyst for everything in star Wars. And it's like, Oh man, that's uh, yeah, that's true. That's weird. <laughs> Good old reliable droids. Good old reliable droids. droids help me put droids are good. Plate. Droids are great. <laughs> it's true they do. Um, there are probably droids for that. Yeah, there's droids for everything. Probably. Yeah. It just sounded like uh, a like a little rhyme that parents tell kids. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you beat up mm-hmm. that droid. You respect your droids. Well, you know you should. I guarantee you there's at least one child that's just like mean to his droid and it's terrible. That that droid is going to be or that that kid's going to be real sorry when L3's droid revolution makes it right to his doorstep. I feel like that's the backstory for at least one or two droid characters at some point. IG88. Yeah. IG11. <laughs> Could be IG11 there. He very much that that used to be that used to be his old backstory. Yeah, he was just like in a, he he got he got like woken up like on his initial activation, realized he was better than every human, <laughs> every organic. Yeah, man. that was quite the uh, <laughs> that, quite the plot that, line that turned him on, and then yeah, just hosed everything. <laughs> Clo- cop copied himself into four bodies and was like, "All right, let's start this revolution." <laughs> <laughs> And then eventually he decided to plug himself into the second Death Star, and we know what yep. happened there. <laughs> he fractured um, the universe into two timelines. Yep. He did. And that's why we have yep. clone everything. <laughs> um, but I guess, speaking of IG-88, uh, to move forward to other Star Wars, uh, The Mandalorian. Yeah. The Mandalorian. We got... An additional trailer, uh, which had a lot of similar things to the uh, the t- the first trailer that we saw. A lot of the stuff that they showed us at Celebration. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, we get some some real solid IG eighty eight action. See him walking into a cantina or a city or a bar. Uh, but or isn't it uh, isn't it IG eleven action? I think the droids. It is a different droid, though, right? 
No, I think it's IG-88. I could have sworn it was IG-11. Looks like IG- Looks like IG-88. I don't know of an IG-11. <laughs> if I recall correctly, D23 had something that called it IG-11 instead of IG-88. Well, they are wrong. <laughs> <laughs> now I gotta know. Now you're you're making me question everything I know about my life. I mean, would it be hmm. a podcast episode if we didn't do it that? It all hinges on that droid. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> this is yeah. KTR. Uh, CIG-11. Okay, yeah, no, you are correct. Oh, I see. Okay. So this actually is pretty funny. It sounds like... IG-11 is indeed a IG series assassin droid, like IG-88, and is apparently often mistaken oh. for IG-88. <laughs> you must love that. <laughs> yep, and that's all we know about the character. Um, so I apologize that it ain't IG-88 as far as we know. Um, but, uh, but yeah, we see IG-11, an IG series droid, walking through looking all BA. Um, and uh, I'm excited for that. I've always liked the droid bounty hunters because it's like, you're a droid. What do you, why are you don't need to do this? You know, it's not like this is your job and this is what you need to do to put food on the table. Like bounty hunting is not a complicated profession for them. Well, no, for them it isn't, but no. it's like, but it's, it's funny. Cause like you got a droid, you've, you've, Agree, you've achieved some level of self-actualization. You don't want to do whatever you were designed for. So you're just like, I'm going to go be a bounty hunter instead. Yeah. Like. That's why it's the Mandalorian, not the droid. Ah, come the on. Droid the droid The <laughs> droid. Oh. Oh, no. What would the Sierra? <laughs> oh, man. So. Step one, be a robot. So yeah, we don't see we don't see a whole lot new in the trailer, but it still looks cool. Yeah, it still looks awesome. Um, like, and they uh, they just further confirmed that the uh, it's going to be live when Disney Plus launches. It's going to be one of the uh, part of the initial series of content on Disney Plus. Um, so the launch when, title. <clears throat> yep, launch title for the streaming service. Um. In that vein, uh, sort of a little bit of crossover with Merck's news. Um, we ran like a group of our members ran into Pedro Pascal, the Mandalorian, and we have inducted him as an honorary member of the Mercs. One of us. One of us. <laughs> One of us. <laughs> and he was uh, he was very appreciative. Hmm. Um, very excited. He thought it was like, that's, that is one thing that I do like about Pedro Pascal. Like he just legitimately seems to be a pretty cool dude and who's just blown away <laughs> by, by this, his sudden like massive fans. Yeah. Like, yeah, we're all nerds. He yeah. seems into it. I appreciate that. Yeah. Thank you, friend. And welcome to the Mercs. Yeah. We are ha super happy to have him. Um, and I mean, it's only right. Like we've, we've made an honorary member of everybody else who's been in a Mandalorian costume, in, oh, yeah. you know, so far. So like we gotta, I mean, even if he wasn't awesome and he is, <laughs> we probably would have done it, but he is, he and everyone else who's ever been in a Mandalorian costume on screen, gems of human, of humankind. Oh yeah, uh, definitely. Yep. I, so, I think it's one of the coolest parts is really when the, the actors and and folks that are involved in the uh, in the series are just love interacting with the fans. Yeah, and when they're just genuinely good people, like it's yeah. it's nice because it's it's sort of like you're afraid to meet your heroes sort of situation, you know, like you don't want to ruin that. Yeah, if they turn out to be a jerk or what have you. Um, so it's it's nice to see yourself proved wrong, you know. Yeah. I'm excited for November. November is only a couple months away, guys. Like, mm -hmm. yeah. It, like, where did the year go? I don't know. <laughs> right? <laughs> it goes by so fast. It does. So, The Mandalorian, we're excited. Um, let's see. The next bit uh, The Clone Wars. 
Um, we've known that the uh, the Clone Wars cartoon is going to be wrapping up on Disney Plus. We finally ha- we uh, have a release date that'll be f- in February next year, February twenty twenty, mm-hmm. on February twentieth. So they decided to go like o two twenty twenty if that's how you do your date system. Right. How is it in, in Europe? It's it's month first. Is that is that usually how it goes? Uh, I do or your no, I do your month day. Your month day. Okay, so yeah. for so that way, twenty twenty two. I like it. It's creative, and I mean, naturally, it's an excuse for people to to keep that Disney Plus in. You know, after the uh, the Mandalorian's completed its season one run. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, hey, hey, no, you're like, yeah, this Star Wars done, but look at this Star Wars. We got more Star Wars for you. It's <laughs> it's cool. It's cool. Stay with us. Um. Also found out today that like Nat Geo National Geographic is going to be on uh, Disney Plus. Ooh. So you want a nature yeah, documentary? That. That's where it's going to be. There's the money right there. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Um, they have also mentioned that there's going to be a bunch of bundles. Um, like they're going to be there is a partnership with Hulu that's involved. So you can actually, depending on how the pricing shakes out, you can actually get Hulu and Disney Plus for cheaper than getting them separate. Yep. So they're 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 very much aware that they're another streaming service on the block, and they're trying they're doing their level best to like position themselves like properly, yeah. so that they can actually make some money and keep some viewers, which is not surprising from Disney, but it's nice to see. You know, they're not just like, and this is what we got. Like HBO, HBO is like, well, hope you like Game of Thrones, and we hope you stay yeah. after. <laughs> And let's see, I suppose the <clears throat> the last big bit of D23 news was where we finally are going to get to hear Ewan McGregor yes. say hello there <laughs> at least one more time. <laughs> General Kenobi. General Kenobi. Um, I'm honestly hoping that they call the show oh, Hello There. <laughs> like, like I is a sitcom. Like, yeah, Obi Wan Kenobi sitcom. Yeah, hello there. Yeah, like they won't do that. Yeah, but I want them to. <laughs> we can do that. Like, but yeah, like they uh, they finally announced that there is going to be an Obi Wan Kenobi Disney Plus series. Um, they didn't really say whether it was going to be just a one off or if it's going to be multiple yeah. seasons. They haven't really said. It's probably just going to be a one-off, probably just one limited series, mm-hmm. and we'll just go from there. But they have said that the scripts have already been written, and they're planning on shooting next year. So probably probably get that on Disney Plus yep. 2021, something like that. Guaranteed we'll hear more about that yeah. next celebration, for sure. Give them something to talk about next August, which is pretty much, yeah, this time next year, live KTR in Anaheim. Just saying. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So we don't we don't need to beat that dead horse because we've been talking about a Kenobi series, yeah. like, for years now. <laughs> it's just, it's nice to see it finally happen. <laughs> Like really though, and find out there's like a sitcom. Like maybe he does like a stand up bit at the beginning. <laughs> what is the deal with the apprentices or something? What is the deal with all this sand? What is yeah? <laughs> it's irritating. It gets everywhere. <laughs> yeah, like something like a, a cooking show. Maybe like a, an unexpected format. Oh man. Um. This just him trust occupying his time on Tatooine. Like not nothing interesting yeah. actually happens. Yeah. Like he's just killing time. Like it's just the entire show. It's just like ten days out of Obi Wan's like twenty years in the desert. He'd be like Survivor <laughs> Man format. He's got his own camera. He's <laughs> giving us advice on how to deal with deserts and caves. And... Yeah, how to eat one lizard and not another. Yeah. Wait. <laughs> or oh, eat half a lizard, so save the rest for grills, later because you'll be hungry. Kenobi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> No, 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 that's no. Stroud. Yeah. No, no, we're going with, yeah, we got to go with the Canadian on this yeah. one. Yeah. <laughs> the one who doesn't stay in hotels. <laughs> uh, I mean, it could be, yeah. Um, 
a reality series. Oh gosh. I'm really hoping. <laughs> yeah. I'm really I hoping like at some point we get a buddy cop Star Wars movie. See, I think oh, I think please. that's what the Cassian Andor series is going to be. Like, there wasn't a whole lot about that at D23. They just sort of announced that, yes, it's, it's, it's still a thing. Like, they had um, Diego Luna and Alan Tudyk I, I just, on stage I, There's together, so much potential, like, being, and I really think chums. that's... Um, one of the... There really, there really is. Yeah, that's. Well, I think one of the fascinating things show is that, that's the one that um, added in. <laughs> you know, Star Wars, like Disney acquired Lucasfilm, and Disney also acquired Marvel. Marvel's paid its own dividends easily by this point. Star Wars hasn't yeah. quite done that, and I think that's why we're seeing a lot more coming oh, yeah. out of the Disney yeah, Mar- Plus streaming service portion. Is that Disney wants to get its money's worth? And I don't think that's a bad thing. I think that's, in fact, a good thing. It's opening it up to more than just Star Wars is primarily a movie franchise, and now it's more of a... No, Star Wars can be a larger cinematic universe, more like Marvel, where there's shows as well as movies, and we have a little more of a diversity of things. Which is is funny, because like a lot of the Marvel shows have kind of been hit or miss. Like, really? Like... Mm -hmm. Like there's some that have been really solid and some that have been really good. Like I, I sort of fell off and stopped paying attention. But Agents of Shield yeah. was really good. Luke Cage was really good. Jessica Jones, uh, Agent Carter, um, hello. The first best, season of Daredevil, best series. <laughs> um, Agent Carter mm. should have been should have been a yeah. full a full multi season. I thought it was series. on for two. I'm honestly sad that one was only on for one. Like really, might have. Mm-hmm. I think it was only one. Either way, it, it didn't have the lifespan that it should have. Like, like more Agent Carter. Yeah. I mean, there's time. You got a streaming service for it. Let's do it. Um, but like, so it's not. It's they're they're definitely like hyping up these shows to be like better. Like they're and part of it is they're also hyping them up. Like a, I know that there was a lot of buzz around like Luke Cage and Jessica Jones in particular. But those were kind of just like inserted into Netflix. And if you didn't really know or care about Marvel, yeah. you'd be I, like, who's Jessica Jones? What superhero is she? Like, mm-hmm. is that is that is that Wonder Woman? Is that is that who that is? <laughs> um, I, I think it's kind of one of the neat things, though, is that when because you've got this much, I'll say money, but like talent and skill and, and production value behind these large franchises, they're able to kind of, you know, go out on a limb and take a risk and go, let's give this a shot. You know, especially with the TV shows, it's not nearly the same investment as, uh, or potentially not nearly the same investment as a movie, for example. So they can kind of go with, oh, let's try something different and see how that resonates with the fans. And maybe it's only profitable or maybe it's not profitable and it's only a season or two long, but at least, you know, a different chunk of the fan base gets to kind of experience that fun stuff that, you know, you don't normally get otherwise. On a TV show, it you have the advantage of like because it's that long format, you get you get more room to play. Like, like that's always yeah, yeah. They can try out different things and see how the how the fans react to different plot lines and story. Yeah, because that's been lately. Now that now that TV and cinema are a lot more on par. Like you got a lot of actors crossing back and forth between the two, and like you have a lot of producers going back and forth between the two. Like. It's it's nice to see that like some when someone's like okay this could be a good movie, but I can't cram it into two hours. Mm-hmm. This needs to be a show. And then at the same time, some like people are still yeah. like, "This is a funny thing, but it there's not enough here to make a show. So let's make a movie." Like I like that that Hollywood, for lack of a better term, is like, you know, splitting that that dividend a little bit more than it has. And I like that a lot of these big networks like Disney, who has uh-huh. always been into TV, is like, okay, let's let's use TV a little bit more. And at the same time, making it so that the TV's not just kids shows and cartoons. Because I'll watch She-Ra, and I'll watch Dragon Prince, and like the, uh, the new Mickey Mouse cartoons and DuckTales. Like, I will watch children's TV shows. No problem. But it's mm-hmm. nice to show that, like, that uh, that things like Star Wars are like no, we can take the movies and make them into a full show. 
Yeah, yeah. There's um, yeah. it's it's an interesting way for um, the uh, expanded universe to kind of continue. Um, especially because they're not uh, churning out the books like they used to, mm-hmm. which is good. Because I haven't caught up yet. Well, it must be because they've got a lot of those. Um, yeah, they've got a lot of that writing talent in the room now for TV series and other their methods yeah. of delivery. Yeah. 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 So that is about it for the D twenty three news. It was a it was a big two days <laughs> for for Star Wars. Naturally Dis- Disney talked yeah. about a lot of other things like they did talk about the uh, the new park that's, you know, the Disney World version. Um they did talk about the new hotel which is going to be based on a star cruiser called the Halcyon, which is neat. Um yeah, it is really neat. They sort of talked about how much it's going to cost you to go, <laughs> which as to be expected is a lot. But I don't know anybody that if like if given the chance to do it and preferably not use their own money, wouldn't do it. You know, like if you were if it was one of those things where like, oh, you want a free trip and your trip is going to do the Star Wars Disney, the Disney Star Wars experience. You'd be like, okay, yes, I'm packing my bags. It's not like, you know, every once in a while you get someone who's on like the price is right and they win a trip to Venice. And then a lot of times people don't claim the trip. They're just like, yeah, I could go to Venice, but I'll, I won't. I'll just take a check instead. They're like, they're like, <laughs> right. no, nah, I'm going to Star Wars. <laughs> I'll pay that tax penalty, whatever. Let's go to the Star Wars. Yeah, right. Let's go. <laughs> I'll um, pay. I'll pay tax on three grand instead of three grand. <laughs> uh, when you go to the Star Wars, don't try to put your awesome um, Coke bottle in your luggage. Oh yeah. Apparently that doesn't work out so good. Specifically the uh, the thermal detonator coke bottles. <laughs> yeah. The, the round ones. I'm the sure you can ones. bring a regular one if you want as long as you're not doing it in your carry-on cuz liquids and stuff but Yeah. Yeah, uh carry-on or um or, or checked. Uh, checked. They don't they don't want, they don't none want of that. It. TSA says no. Banned item. Yeah. Which as customers who fly with prop weapons. <laughs> like <laughs> it's like, I understand what we all, we all understand what the TSA is saying. Like it's a thing that is intentionally shaped like a hand grenade that shows up as such on a, on an X-ray. Why does Disney have us drinking out of thermal detonators? Because we're because holding a thermal detonator. Di- Disney knew that we would. <laughs> <laughs> I dare you. All right. <laughs> yep. You, you got me. <laughs> would you like a dangerous container yeah because if i'm paying three dollars for a soda i'm drinking it no matter what container it comes in. <laughs> they actually uh the orbesh on the uh on the container uh contrary to popular belief it doesn't say um coca-cola it says yolo <laughs> um, leroy jenkins <laughs> yeah i don't know um, <laughs> anyway sorry yeah tsa don't want to deal uh, with that but it's we're and it's, it's understandable, mm. but we look at it, especially me, because like, okay, I get it. It's a, it's a soda bottle that is shaped like a grenade. Well, I have grenades that are made of, yeah, yeah, exactly. You're kind of doubling down on both. Yeah. Yeah. Liquid but like and I fly when I fly shape. with my, with my kit and I'm allowed to, to go somewhere that I'm allowed to bring the blasters. Like my blaster has a bunch of grenades that are empty soda bottles. <laughs> Honestly, I expect Crow to get taken aside one of these days right. um, at the baggage claim or something like that and just have them be like, Sir. Sup, is this a five-hour energy bottle? We cannot have that. <laughs> yeah. No, I need get out of my airport. I got to update my grenades, but I can't use those. <laughs> well, we can ship them back. I'm sure there's uh, there's um, yeah UPS is easy to follow protocol for doing such things. UPS doesn't care, by the way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because yeah, that's the way the T- so the way TSA goes. They don't want anything that resembles an explosive. That's that's not that's not okay for reasons that you you may understand. Um, <laughs> reasons that make sense. Um, yeah, but they do know that lightsabers are still fine. So you can take uh, beam sword. That's fine. Yep. 
beam sword that looks like a pipe bomb yeah. on an x-ray <laughs> well okay <laughs> i was gonna say i think predominantly the the issue is that they realize that yeah. there's gonna be a lot of yeah. it yeah i like wonder a, like and and it could be and it could be more of a matter of they don't want to have to be checking every single one because it can potentially contain the liquid and someone might take advantage of the fact that it's gonna be so many that it might get overlooked yeah as someone yes. being nefarious yeah yeah yeah, yeah they don't, they don't want more yeah, PS to sort through that that yeah. makes sense and that'll hold up the lines and that'll hold up your check-in and you know like it's it's yeah. it's all perfectly reasonable it, it really is and like and yeah like like Vexo said like they'll probably back off on it after a little while like after they realize that it's okay not everyone coming back from florida and california has one of these in their bag <laughs> yeah but putting this ban on it will sort of let them, you know, catch them as they come now. People who either didn't know yeah. or didn't think it would matter to them. And here's the <laughs> other thing. Mail it to yourself. Yeah, yeah. honestly. Yeah. Like, and a lot of it- Because you know well in advance. Yep. Set aside a time. Mail yourself like 10 of them if you want. Yeah. Make it worth the shipping. But mail yourself a handful or, you know. Mail, mail a bunch of your Disney souvenirs. You know you're going to buy them. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure Disney makes that pretty easy peasy too. I'm sure yeah. if you ask somebody, "Hey, I gotta mail some stuff I'm buying in the park to, to my home," address, they'll be yeah. like, "Oh yes, we will facilitate that." Yeah, because um, they want you to buy it. I want to say that's how they deal with the. I don't remember. We talked about the Jedi robes last episode in uh, Galaxy's Edge in uh, California. You can't wear them in the park. I don't remember if you just have them shipped straight to your house or to your room. Uh, I think they'll do both. Yeah, I think they'll but, do yeah. either. But yeah, yeah, so I anyway, they, yeah, yeah, they make that kind of thing easy because they would like you to spend the dollars. Yeah, yeah. we like spending the dollars. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah, they're never going to um, say no to you buying stuff. Yeah, sure. exactly. But so yeah, so just make sure that you don't fly with the bottles you can't fly with in the robe that you can't wear. <laughs> um. When you do the Star Wars, behave yourself. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I'm really excited to get out to one of the Galaxy's Edge parks. Um, yep. Soon, one of these days. Um, I, I keep seeing little pictures of the details that they've got. They've got like, there's there's little sleeping uh, loth cats. Yeah. And my heart. <laughs> <laughs> my heart can't take that. So maybe maybe I shouldn't go. Maybe that's for the best. No, no, we're going. California next year. <laughs> it's happening. <laughs> well yeah that's it's gonna be crazy with anaheim next year the big star war like I'm, yeah. I'm not i'm not gonna be across the street from a disney park <laughs> it's right there <laughs> how can you not right like that would be really sad yeah right <laughs> like yeah going to anaheim for um any convention and just yeah. not going to the parks yeah. just hearing the fireworks every night and just yeah. like well can't right. yeah <laughs> yeah the Forbidden like, Kingdom. Why? Because I didn't set aside one day. In the <laughs> <laughs> world, you got to do it. Yep. Well, especially yeah, with excited. especially with Disneyland, like it's it's really not hard to just get in and go there for a day. Like that's how that park is set up. Like Disney World is much more of a multi day experience, but like Disneyland, it's a whole world is yeah exactly. Yeah. You can't do the whole world in a day. No, I got to do it in at least eighty. <laughs> um but like but like disneyland like yeah you can just go and pop in for a day have yeah. a good time enjoy yourself oh, yeah, you see the star war i shall <laughs> i'm sure there's i'm sure there's gonna be like a inevitably there's always like a day where most of the mercs who are going to a celebration pick and go to the parks i'm sure that's gonna be all over the boards when uh as that time grows nearer and people are finalizing their plans so keep an eye out for that. That is there's always true, yeah. an unofficial invasion somewhere. Though, though, again, to reiterate, yes. as we often do, no armor in the parks. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> don't do it. Just don't. Yeah, we'll know when Disney wants us to do it. They'll let us know. <laughs> Did we talk Clone Wars? Yes. 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 A little bit. A little bit there of Clone, Clone Wars, Wars mentioned. Yeah. Right. 2020, 2020, 2020, 2020, 2020, 2020. The only reason it's not 2020, 2020 is because there's only 12 months. It's because you can't do it. They would have done it can't if they. Yep. They would have done it if they could. <laughs> 20 months. Shame on me. Wait. <laughs> 20 months. 
Shame, I don't know. 20 again. Won't get fooled again. <laughs> <laughs> Not gonna <Cool>. happen. <laughs> I just, I just, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm super excited for that. Because it's nice to see it finally come back. Yes. It is. Yep. Like, because, I mean, they did a decent job capping it off with the time that they were allowed after the Disney merger. But you, you knew they had more. You knew they had more in the can oh, yeah. that they wanted to do, that they wanted to show us. And they did. <laughs> and they do. And they are. So this is going to be good. More Clone War. More Clone War. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yes. More Star War. All the Star War. Yes. More of all of that. So I think that is all we had for this month's edition of Keldabi Talk Radio. Uh, I'd like to thank Thaxos and Ark. Yeah! Yeah! Being on this week, this month, this year. Um... <laughs> so we will uh, get this out to you guys. You'll hear it. Hopefully, you'll enjoy it. Hopefully, you'll listen again. And then, hopefully, you'll listen to us next month. That's the plan. When we have ourselves replaced with clones. What if we're already clones? Crap. Mm. They're on the day. Okay, bye. Bye. <laughs> 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 This has been a production of the Mandalorian Mercs Costuming Club. To learn more about the topics discussed on this episode, please visit us at www.mandalorianmercs.org. The Mandalorian Mercs is a worldwide Star Wars costuming organization comprised of and operated by Star Wars fans. Star Wars, its characters, costumes, and all associated media are intellectual property of Lucasfilm and Disney. We hope you enjoyed the show and welcome your feedback. Visit our Facebook page or email us at podcast at mandalorianmercs.com.